So we come together for the final session of CMC, our last half hour together. Welcome everybody. Thank you very much for staying to the end. Um, I'd like to thank Sky Kids for sponsoring this session. We really are very grateful to Sky Kids and indeed to all our sponsors who have been so very supportive this year, more than ever of them this year. So thank you. Thank you all very much indeed. Well, it wouldn't be CMC if something unexpected didn't happen. And uh, we've got all the way through this year's conference and the something unexpected has happened today. Um, so the bad news first. The bad news was that Nikki Lilly, who many of you will know, we've been trying to get here for three years. Um, and because of the uncertainties due to her health, has never been able to make it until this year. And she was all set to come until at the very last moment she couldn't come, not because of her health, but because her father was taken ill. What are the chances? Um, fortunately, I, I'm pleased to say he's okay now, but he was rushed into hospital and it was too late for um, arrangements to be made for Nikki Lilly to come up. But the good news is um, that we will have her another year. We will definitely get Nikki, Nikki Lilly back another year, I promise. Um, the good news is today that um, at the very last minute, our wonderful changemakers have come together to uh, do another panel for us, which is exciting news. They're going to give us their perspective on this year's conference specifically um, and uh, uh, and media in general so very grateful to them all for doing this at the uh, at what is indeed very last minute um, and particularly to Vicky who's going to um, moderate the session uh, Vicky is MD of um, uh, at wonky films and also uh, the executive producer of the change makers strand does a fantastic job of finding our wonderful change makers in the first place uh, and um, organizing them all when they're here. So thank you very much, Vicky. Thank you very much, our change makers. Thank you. Right, I mean, I've been finding it a joy. Um, even though change makers have been asking us quite a few questions over the last five years. It's been five years. Um, and having helped unearth a few of them along the way, um, I'm constantly blown away by them year after year. And what I've come to realise is they're not going anywhere. They are out there. They can be found. And we're going to keep them coming. Um, and luckily, BAFTA get this, and um, we should thank them also for their continued support to make this get us to this stage. Um, but now, um, as I said, mentioned questions. They do pose lots of questions, and they're usually about frustrations um, with children's media sometimes, but they're not from a place of blame. Uh, they want to work and collaborate with you all. Um, but this can only happen if we have an intergenerational conversation. That's what this is all about. And what better time and place for now? This is going to be a conversation, folks. Um, there's a lot to discuss, though. We don't have time to even fully introduce everyone. Um, but we know they're online and on the CMC app, so we'll just crack on. Um, so what they have all pointed out over the last 12 months, um, well, is that over the next 12 months, the next change makers are all here it's you guys. You are the change makers between now and the next CMC. Uh, so don't worry. Uh, there's no overnight fix if we want to change the media for the future overnight. But um, there are some simple changes we can make. And we've got some suggestions from these guys um, that we can make pretty much right now between us all, everyone here, CMC um, and the industry in general. Um, they're coming from the change makers and also the volunteers. The volunteers are change makers too, just like you guys. So we're going to start off with Joe, who's taken all the photos you're looking at, and he's going to start with one change that everyone in this room can make next year. Well, thank you. Yeah, let's just talk about the elephant in the room, obviously. Uh, I'm not one of the change makers, but I have been working alongside these incredible individuals of similar age to myself, and obviously they're the next generation. 
And I think that's really important too. So and you. Thank you. <laughs> but that's it. Just I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's quite funny because it's one of those things that we've obviously been talking about amongst ourselves. I've been working quite closely with them. And I think it's the children's media conference and you guys are all very important to that. But also, I think children, we've just come off the back of that generation as well. And we have a very close understanding to it. And we have close connection to the media itself and broadcast journalist myself a student still as among some of you are as well but I think I just want to like firstly just thank everybody who's been involved with CMC I think to have this opportunity as not only just myself but the rest of the volunteers I think that's been absolutely phenomenal and I think it's been I think we can all give a big hand to CMC and obviously the rest of the volunteers just for everything that's been produced so it's been really good so what would your change be, Joe? Sorry? What would be your change for everyone, Joe? What I would like to change? Um, I think, obviously, we've you've seen all the volunteers themselves. Myself, I've been a bit more behind the scenes. I've just been helping out with these guys, making sure they have everything they need. But I'm, not, I'm just one of absolute many, like, absolutely incredible people who are creatives themselves. They may just be the ones in the green T-shirts, but they're also people, and they have a lot to give. And I think, as I said, they're the next generation. So keep on talking to us. Obviously, myself, I've been coming to talk to you guys. There's a few friendly faces that I have recognised and worked with over the last couple of days. But... Everybody has a story to tell, and especially those volunteers, and I think it's very important just to keep connecting with those. Yeah, they'll talk to you. Do talk to them I'm next year. Very, very quickly, um, especially with Joe. He's going to absolutely kill me for saying this later, <laughs> but he was, he's been such an amazing photographer. We've worked with so many photographers in the past of the organisation that I run, and we are going to be using him instead of proper professional ones who have been out there, <laughs> because he's been brilliant. He's been really good. Yeah. There's a change. There we go. So Joe, Joe wants to get into doing more filmmaking and yeah. stuff. So it, I, I think the key message that we're all going to say is it's all going to be about having more young people involved. Yeah. And I think people like Joe and all the other, you know, volunteers that are creative and have all given up their time, it's worth, you know, having conversations with and, and chatting to. Let's make an action on that as well, I think. Uh, yeah. Obviously, everyone's got such a big passion. It's just about giving the opportunity for them to unlock it and express what they're about. Yeah. On your way out today, chat to chat to some of the volunteers. Okay, what about yeah, you, Dan? Think... Oh, sorry. Yeah, so it'll link in really nicely in with that. So one thing I would love to talk to you guys about is apprenticeships um, and internships. Now, I know, just hands up really quickly, who here offers internships or apprenticeships to the next generation? Okay, some hands, and I'd just like to say thank you to CMC and especially BAFTA for, and Vicky and Tom for offering this opportunity. <laughs> okay. No um, more thank yous, we've got to get on to the changes, come on. Yeah, let's very quickly, <laughs> the one thing this has been great at is giving us access to you guys. Um, one thing which we need to do is give that access to more people. Um, more specifically to, I think, class is quite a big issue in media. I think you've talked about that at this conference. So get into working class areas, talk to them, give them apprenticeships and internships. I'd love to see next year at CMC, you guys are getting it right, but I think next year, if we could get some more interns, if you guys have a choice to bring along um, an extra person in a ticket, bring along a young person. I think this is the Children's Media Conference. It would be brilliant to see children everywhere, especially young people in the media. Um, so that would be my, my quick fix. Okay. Um, <clears throat> there we next? Quick, quickly, oh, just like following up, I think. We'll go back and forth, sorry. Um, <laughs> I think just summarising, like, quickly, when we're talking about the thing about talking to the volunteers, it's like... Even just asking what they do, giving you giving them your business card takes five minutes and it can mean a world because you know they're there and they're out there making things and if you're complaining that you don't there's not a diversity there's not a pool of diverse creatives that are applying for jobs, well it's because they're not being empowered to apply for them. You have to go to where the to where people are and, and meet them where they are. 
Now, Yola, you've done that a lot with Rife, haven't you? Do you want to, yeah. any outcomes from there that you can... Um, yeah, so we, um, I, I work in Bristol and I um, came out of Rife magazine, which is an online platform for young people um, that is, has the, the infrastructure of, an, of Watershed, the organisation. But it's really interesting the way that that was kind of given to us as young people to kind of run with it and do whatever we wanted with that magazine. So we have the target audience straight away because young people are the people making the decisions about the magazine, what happens with it, what content we want to do. And there's something about actually going to people and going with it into communities and engaging meaningfully, not just like parachuting in and saying, oh, we've got this idea for a show, like, uh, what do you think? You're young, like, what, you know, which that's like consultancy where I work, we say you need to pay that young person for their time. But there's something about co-creation, which is something that we could do better. We could bring more people in and say, right, let's just have a day, a workshop, where we all just do stuff and have loads of pieces of paper and note, note, um, post-it post notes and see what we can come up with and then keep checking in with those people to see if the vision stays the same. So one of the things I would say is go to places, um, see people where they are and put, like, get out of your comfort zone, go to places where you, you're the only person that looks the way you do and then you'll realise how it feels to be you know, the barriers that, um, that certain people face, being the only person in the room, even if you do get an invite, and then thinking, oh, actually, maybe I don't belong here. So, um, yeah, that's my things. Yeah. And these are changes that can go into the future. So we have a change maker from last year, Zoe, and you were on a running... Yeah, so when I was 13, I joined Barra Media. They wanted, 12, uh, tw they wanted a show where 12 to 25s were producing, writing and presenting radio um, one hour a week, pre-recorded. Um, and when I was 13, I applied, media trained for two weeks. And the way that worked is it was not a consultancy. I, I, I trained with, with people and, and gained my skills. Because that's another thing. It's not always just about handing it over to young people. I think it is that intergenerational conversation where there is a place for people with expertise, with knowledge, with years of experience. And it's about working harnessing that years of experience and branching off and using the enthusiasm and the ideas of young people and bringing that together. I have so much to learn from people. I'm not here saying that I can change the world. I can change the world if I listen and contribute and collaborate. And um, sorry, I'll just finish. So the way, the, way the, the way that scheme worked is I went into the radio show after school every Friday and just had a desk in the office and just was working on the show. And it was very natural and very casual. It wasn't like a trainee scheme. I was just writing the show. If I had an idea or I had a problem, I'd, I'd go to the journalist that was assigned to our project, be like, hi, I've got this issue. And then producing it, we had an 18-year-old girl who was producing it along with our our executive producer who was employed by the radio station. Um, but yeah, it's that, it's that natural collaboration where it's not seen as like an action scheme or working with young people. It's just, I came in and did a job and it was very natural and I just hung about the office. And it's like, it's not getting to know them in a focus group where you're asking them targeted things. You get to know what kind of, how I like my tea, what I like to watch on the radio. Oh, did you see this at the weekend? It's just having, being around young people all the time, which is, you, you get to feel for what's important to them, and it can be natural, and you don't have to try hard at it. 
Mm-hmm. And in fact, you come back and done another panel continuing it on. It's not just a one-off, it's, it has to continue. And talking about panels, you actually led a panel this time as a first-time change maker, and you have some thoughts about that, don't you? Yeah, well, we, um, we led the first panel, myself and uh, my colleague Lizzie, uh, we, we led the first panel that... Um, we, I guess it's technically this is the second panel. Yeah. It? it wasn't the only one uh, that was that was very youth-led, and we got lots of feedback about how uh, and sort of encouragement about how much people enjoyed actually, you know, yourselves enjoyed listening to us talk about. Um, you know, things that were going on. It was centred around activism, but I think there's lots and lots of issues, hopefully in future CMCs, that we can explore. And uh, the the one bit of feedback we did get, though, was uh, about the audience being able to ask us some questions. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping, we're hoping today that some of you will have some questions for us in a bit. Absolutely. Um, so with CMCs, was it your first CMC? Very, very, very quickly, what themes have you found that you've all ended up discussing? What's been the heart of all the changes that bring you all together? What are those topics that keep coming up? Keywords, whether we like them or not. Oh, the, the one that, that's constantly been reminded, and I think it came from uh, Nadia's talk on the, on the first day, was uh, diversity. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think more importantly now, that's more than just, you know... Um, that's diversity in different ways, so that could mm-hmm. be class diversity as well mm-hmm. as race and as well as, you know, orientations and, and having a diverse thing because I, I genuinely believe that having diversity in workplaces produces better content and it also produces content that is, mm-hmm. is, is a sort of more wide, wider appro- approach. Mm-hmm. And uh, although I would say that CMC maybe hasn't been the most diverse uh, this year, um, I'm hopeful. You were talking more harshly earlier. You were. Oh, I'm more harshly. Yeah. Go well, on, tell me what you said. <laughs> be honest. Well, we're we, here to talk, and we're going to get you guys uh, involved yeah. in just a second. Well, to be to be honest, we uh, we were shocked uh, after Nadia made her comments, and we looked around, and uh, the, the I, I think it would even be uh, a stretch to even call it diverse at all, and uh, and and I think that that is maybe an issue. Um, that's not CMC focused. No. It's a wider um, yeah. industry, industry issue yeah. um, about having more diverse and more voices in the conversation, and more diverse voices leads to more. Yeah, and I think we all want that. We're not. There's no blame. It's just no. the way it is, and it needs but, to change. And we want to find ways to make yeah, that happen. But so I think the, the the key thing about change, and it was something that we were key on on when we selected our our panel, is that you know diversity doesn't just you know happen. Mm-hmm. You have to consciously ensure that you're you're you know you're trying to be more diverse unfortunately it doesn't just naturally happen you have to go out and and you know try and you know hire people that are more diverse and also you know you know just talk to people that are more diverse so we got any anecdotes from the audience anyone wants to say something on that subject while we get conversation going Oh, we've got a hand. I'm liking this. Good. <laughs> <laughs> this is all experiment. We've not done this before, so we'll see where yeah, it goes. Yeah, we put this yeah. together this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> is that working? Yeah. An hour Hi, uh, Marcus from Finger Industries here in Sheffield. Um, I don't actually know what I'm going to say. It's about diversity and how we bring that through. You just resonate a little bit. Someone's going <laughs> to think as to speak. Um, something we try for desperately is to get that diversity into our studio. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a hard thing. The way we go about it is doing what you guys do. We go to schools. Mm-hmm. We go as young as we can to, to talk to everybody. You know, everyone is inclusive. You know, whatever colour your skin is, however old you are, whatever sex you are, whatever your background is. You know, we've been talking to working class people. 
you know, it's learning everything we can from different levels of schools to bring it through, and that's our way of doing it, really. That's the only way we can see it, but not positively discriminate. Not mm -hmm. hiring someone just because. And that's a mm. big issue I have, is just hiring someone because of their yeah. sex or their colour of skin. It's a really hard thing to balance. But I, I think the balance comes into the element of uh, you don't have to hire somebody just because, but it's about being more aware and, and seeking out the talent that you do need from the diverse Absolutely. You know, yeah, audience. Absolutely. That's why a lot of people just, they look in the wrong places, mm -hmm. I think. And as you'll say, we're saying the same thing, yeah. of just mm -hmm. looking down at every single school. Every yep. single age, going down to GCSE, and, well, any London-centric well. An interesting yeah. statistic I like to give you is uh, in, in our generation, so we're Generation Z, in America next, um, I think actually this year, uh, less than 50% of America will now be white of that generation. So now white Americans, as they grow up, will no longer be the majority they'll start to become you know, a smaller and smaller percentage and it's become more diverse. And we're seeing, you know, maybe not as happen as much in this country, but you know, um, it, it is slowly sort of happening as, as it becomes more and more diverse. Yeah, I mean, and that goes to not just within the UK, you know, how many are in the North? You know, mm -hmm. a lot of base in the South. Yep. You know, we're in the Scotland. North. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> all the way at the bottom, all the way to the top. And into Europe, obviously, I've got a big issue with <laughs> Brexit, as most of you probably have. <laughs> you know, we've got 20% of our workforce are European, and it brings such a, a mix of cultures and feelings and thoughts. And I know there's been a lot of, they've had a lot of issues, a couple have had uh, abuse with Brexit, because they're not from Britain. Uh, and it really, really, we hate it, because it's just that, yeah, whether you're from the South Coast, you're from the top of Scotland or the Hebrides, whether you're from Spain or Italy or France, it brings that just imagination to something different. And I love that, and we're losing that. Because and, some of these and, people are going to go and back to Europe, back to mainland Europe. I think practically, though, because obviously we can talk about diversity as much as we want and creating real change. It all starts with money, if you think about it. Your hiring pool is of people that have been educated enough and have put themselves out there enough and sometimes know the right people to have got there. You know, there's so many young people I work with and people that I know and, and people that I've worked with in the past that they have just as much passion as me, just as much talent or, or skill, um, but just don't, they, they don't know where to go. Like, oh, I want to be a journalist, but where, where exactly do I go? I live in rural Scottish borders. Like, where am I meant chance. to go? I'm running a company, so I've got to give them the chance yeah. to come and show me their portfolio by us going to those schools that probably aren't in the more affluent areas. Yeah, definitely. And getting them to say, look, you can do it. Yeah. Just because yeah. you don't go to university, you're, you're a talent. Yeah, it's no, enthusiasm and, it's, yeah, and it's, it's how much drive you have yeah, and, and how much you're willing to learn. And we're trying, we're a small company of 20 people and we're trying. Yeah. You know, there's companies out there that have got hundreds. So I could go on all day about this. <laughs> and, <laughs> and social media as well, just like briefly, social media. All my opportunities with The Guardian, with Reuters, um, and with Instagram, I have got because people have, I've seen an advert on, an in, on social media. Um, it is, Instagram and Twitter are a lot, it's a lot, it's so easy as well to tweet out a job opportunity and to follow a few young creatives just to like Google young creatives and then put the area in and just like follow random ones and then just send a thing. It, 
it doesn't take too long and it may feel meaningless but actually I saw a tweet from a Guardian journalist that I followed I happened to follow and that's how I got a job at the Guardian so <laughs> it's very easy it's not very easy but it's mm-hmm. it's, it's not very easy um, it's just it's easy to put yourself out there it's a lot easier than you think um, to find young people that are willing yeah, is what I'm trying to say and in the companies that I work for when young people are brought into the conversation correctly and it's done in the right way in an impactful way it can really really benefit the company itself and uh, this happens you know uh, I work mainly with large 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 corporations but this I've also seen this happen in smaller scales as well okay well let's go back to the audience we have another person back here introduce yourself and tell us what you want to tell us hi um, Marion Edwards I'm uh, one of the deputy chairs at the CMC conference um, I just want to pick up on Joe's point about asking us the audience to give advice to the volunteers. Uh, We do run a volunteer session, myself and a couple of other uh, of the delegates are staying behind for one extra hour to give advice to the volunteers. So I'm saying to you, the audience, please next year, let us approach you to stay. It's just one hour extra um, and you can give advice. It's done as a speed meeting session Mm -hmm. with the fantastic volunteers. Um, Also, uh, we have a Facebook group for the volunteers um, and my question is uh, to, to all of us, how can we make that Facebook group more effective so that we can post jobs and advice and, and link people together? So that's something else that I would put the shout out for as to we're very open to suggestions as to how we can improve that. What's the group called, sorry, for the, the people that probably don't fully understand that? CMC volunteers. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, my suggestion, the children's media conference my, volunteers. My suggestion, at least, um, I know, uh, and I probably speak for, but statistically, young people aren't really using Facebook as much. Facebook died. Um, Facebook's <laughs> Facebook dead. Facebook died a long time um, ago. So, so I would recommend it, it maybe needs to live on somewhere like LinkedIn or something like that, um, because LinkedIn is where the jobs are at already, and I think that are. Uh, That's you know, why we're asking for advice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So That'd be my advice. Very, very let's, let's old, get social. Let's get social then, because one conversation that did come out of this was also, we've got new heroes, social change, there's, there's new heroes, yeah. there's mm-hmm. people using social media differently. Let's talk, maybe, well, do you want to talk a bit about that? Yeah. Yeah. No, um, I think it's quite, um, I think it's a good idea to think about who are the influencers of the day. Like, um, y- when you're looking into communities and you want to engage, w- not just with young people, because I think also there's ageism in the creative industries as well. Like, if you're a little bit older and you're trying to get in, like, it's a little bit difficult if you haven't got the networks, because you can't, you know, it's harder to get training and stuff like that. So thinking about being more open generally. but. When you're thinking about getting into a community or engaging with a community, think about who are those people that have access? Who are those people who um, can bring in a whole load of other, other people? Um, so that's something to think about also with hiring, because I know that a lot of um, young people might get someone come to their school and say, hey guys, being in the creative industry is so cool, blah, blah, blah. And they'll be like, you don't look like me. I know this isn't for me. I know it's for all the other kids that look like you, mm. you know, and that's what that's their lived experience. And that's not because of what you're saying isn't genuine. It's because their life experience has told them that if you look like yourself, 
then you won't get something or you won't get, get as far or all that, you know, things aren't for it's you. It's just not accessible. It's, it's not something, it's not even that no. you don't think about it. It's just, you don't think about it because it's not accessible. Yeah. So um, thinking about key people, engaging with people, like what you were saying about um, connecting with someone on social media, like think, go on social media and just follow a whole random load of people, not obviously random, but think <laughs> about key okay. people that like could really make a difference to your network and think about it in terms of lived experience, not what people look like. Think about people who are carers, people who have different abilities. Refugees. Refugees. Like, think about those types of people. What are people's lived experiences and how can they connect with what you're doing? Because that will change the conversation and the types of people that are in your network. Okay, well, we've got two people at the back. I don't know if it's going to relate directly to what you've just said, because I think they've had the microphone for more than the last few seconds, but go for it. Okay, um, hi, my name's Emma from a company called Books and Games. Um, I'm here as a writer, picture book um, writer, mm -hmm. but my background is in um, digital, digital marketing, um, and I'm quite um, surprised um, with some of the things that I've heard about social media and the comment that's just been made there about um, Facebook not being used <laughs> mm -hmm. by the younger generation, yep. I find quite interesting. <laughs> so my question to you guys is... Um, could you name to us what you think would be the best channels for you? Um, maybe three channels and why they're good for you. Shall, shall I take this one? Yeah. So this is kind of my, my yeah. job. <laughs> um, well, the three, it, it, really, it really depends who you want. Um, so if you're looking for the really sort of like uh, early teens, that sort of one, it's TikTok at the moment um, and still Snapchat, although it's really hard to put brands on Snapchat. Um, for in the moment content, we're looking at Twitter and uh, for lovely photos and that sort of uh, thing, you're looking at Instagram. Um, conversations are happening a lot more sort of privately um, the Facebook sort of model of how that's done is changing for our generation I would recommend going online researching reading up on it because we can't really cover that today or coming and having a conversation with me afterwards okay sadly our time is up I think almost it's a really oh. really really quick is it okay really quick uh, sort of you've kind of touched on it a little bit but do you think that um, with social media and your own social media accounts and platforms and things like YouTube do you think that will lead to a, a, a catalyst in changing the industry, especially in terms of diversity, partly because people are creating their own content or whatever, and people are, broadcasters are looking at these platforms to draw the next TV presenters, say, mm -hmm. that kind of mm. thing. That's true. I mean, we've already kind of seen that with the influencers that are obviously getting involved with the businesses that we're seeing. Um, I think the way technology's gone, YouTube is one of those platforms that is the, the accessibility is incredible now for individuals like ourselves and you're seeing us produce content through those mediums for ourselves and the people around us that we with the views that we have i think as you're saying i think that's really important i think those are ways of looking about how we can do that and really express that through those mediums i think that's really important Okay. YouTube's one of the main ones. Well, I think time's up for now, but this is only the beginning. We've got 12 months to make a few changes, so start thinking about what those might be. We've covered quite a few off, thanks to these guys. Yeah. They've been amazing this yeah. year. Thank and we'll you very be much. here for a little bit longer. We'll yeah, if you want I've got to run, but they'll be around, so do yeah. go talk to them. <laughs> start making that change in the next few minutes. Um, and I think what we all decided was the final word is... Change. Change. I thought we were saying it in unison. <laughs> I know. We didn't rehearse that bit. You can probably tell. Um, I know what is change. Whatever everyone else. Um, allowing people to be limitless. So thank you very much, guys. Thanks for making that work.
thank you so much to our team of change makers who as ever are so articulate uh, even at the last minute and and thank you too for Vicky Brophy for uh, not just moderating this session but also for organizing the uh, change makers along with Tom Outridge uh, sitting in the front row here between them they do an amazing job all year round uh, hey Tom <laughs> They do, they do an amazing job all year round um, sourcing the change, a really wide range of change makers, as you've seen, working with BAFTA to, to find those people in the first place, organising all the logistics of getting them here, making sure when they're here that they have the best possible experience and looking after them from beginning to end. So um, fantastic. Uh, the change makers have become such an indispensable part of CMC. I can't imagine what it was like before we had them. So, so thank you all very much, Changemakers, Vicky and Tom.